0: You are now tuned into so unapologetic, where the conversations are always real, often funny, and so unapologetic. All right, let's get to the show. <laughs>
1: Alright, y'all, we are back here for another episode of So Unapologetic, a Grown and Sexy podcast. And as always, I am the sexy in this podcast, I'm Aaron Social. And today I don't have the grown with me, but I do have three lovely grown women. I guess it's going to try to keep me in check a little bit. Um, but today I have the lead April
2: and wherefore?
1: And I'll let y'all to introduce y'all sales. I'm Keisha. I am
2: Nikita at Goddess Gaia
3: Horapo.
1: So Guess why I let y'all do y'all sales because I know it's gonna be you, you say you don't wanna tell them your long company name?
2: I am the owner of unlimited <laughs> Look here, there's only so many domains you can purchase and what's available. I am the owner of Unlimited Possibility Imagery. So if you're looking for drone services, hit me up. I'm on Instagram
1: and Facebook. It's okay, I'll put y'all stuff in the bio.
2: Perfect.
1: I just wanted to make sure you say it so you can see how much of a mouthful that it it is. It is
2: a mouthful, I know this. <laughs> like I knew this purchasing it, but I had like 10 other names and they were all taken. Because I wanted my website name to match my business name. So you're not going to a completely different name. Have, it's just complicated for business cards. so.
1: That makes sense. That really makes sense. But today we're gonna talk about manifestation and how does this whole thing work? Because I think I might have manifested some things on accident. Uh, can you unmanifest something?
2: Yeah.
1: Or can you manifest something away?
2: Yeah,
1: to release it. Yeah. A, yeah. I think I've I think I've definitely done that one. <laughs> I'm gonna tell that story. But, so before we get into that, we're gonna talk about uh,
3: veganism. Is that even a thing or is it just vegan? Is, is it, veganism is
2: like, you know,
3: like a following. Okay. A so, who's the leader of vegan, the religion
1: of vegan?
2: Makita. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not. I don't
3: want to be vegan. I want to be plant based. And that's the thing. There's. There's difference? Yes. yes.
1: There's levels to everything.
3: Levels. Well, I, mean, I think there's just categories. And yeah. then in those categories, you there's come in categories. and out. Yeah, subcategories. So, Caterborne.
1: Yeah. So, what if, So what would be the major difference between someone, because I've heard somebody say, you're like, vegan, I'm plant-based. And yeah. I was like, is that not plant-based the same is, thing?
3: No, because vegans still eat food that is um, processed and, you know, it's, it's not from its raw form into that meal. Okay. So, when you're plant-based, whatever meal that you are making, from beginning to end, every part of that came from a plant, a seed, a nut, a, you know. So, it didn't go exactly. through like a whole pro- okay you were you were the one that broke it down and made it into those components that okay
1: that makes sense that sounds hard
3: it's actually not because you actually start to see how resourceful our fruits and vegetables are like as you serve them okay a lot of them come in their own dish you can serve a pineapple with you know rice and in in it, it, it's it's a shell so you kind of learn how to use bags
1: together and mesh it Okay. So it sounds like, cause you know, I do have a culinary background. It's like, you have some chefs that uses like for animal, from nose to tail so like nothing goes away so like if you have a pineapple yeah, you might scoop the pineapple out but you're going to use
3: exactly okay exactly that okay exactly that, that so makes sense a coconut shell I mean papaya you know you can you can utilize all of those you can use utilize it as you need it okay why not make a bowl out of it mm-hmm. you're already going to eat it so make a bowl out of it
1: that's dope so I was watching this one show on Netflix called like It was something like uh, Restaurants on the Edge Like where they go to these beautiful places And they find these restaurants that's barely making it And they was helping this one They was in Barbados or something like that and It was like a little shack The guy was cooking out of but The food was real good But the whole setup was So he found a guy that was in the village That made these bowls That came out of a plant Like they said like the I think the fruit is poisonous, so okay. it's not you don't eat it, but the the shell is used to make cups and plates and bowls. So he when he got some bowls and cups made for the restaurant, so everything is basically Organic goes through the process. Yeah. It comes from the ground, from work, basically what they stood for, because he was kind of Rastafari and kind of. It's a
3: reusable, recycling program, but it's for the earth. Mm-hmm. It's not for man. It's for the earth. I thought that was That's pretty awesome. cool. That is really awesome because once it's gonna, you know, degrade into something that the earth can can actually utilize, whereas when you put all the plastic in the in the feel,
1: it, it, it can't. Plastic can't turn into nothing. It can't turn into nothing. It's just, it
2: just sit there. Yeah. So, LaKeisha, what would
1: you consider yourself? <laughs> I'm, Are you vegan-ish?
2: Some days. <laughs> some days.
1: That's that ish. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's that ish. Uh, vegetarian. Um, I've looked up the term flexitarian. Um, it's a real term.
1: Oh, i seen that one
2: yes so i still incorporate meat but 90 percent of my meals is either vegan or vegetarian and i still have meat occasionally so i'm more of a flexitarian okay Love
1: it. i'm just an ish
2: ish of everything
1: but like I don't really eat like beef or I eat certain things important pork, I think just how I was raised. Like my brother was allergic to beef, so we wasn't eating beef. So mostly it was chicken or fish. Most of me, like if I had to choose, i will probably choose fish unless you're frying the chicken. If it's fried chicken then I'm with that. But other than that, I buy to choose. I'm not, I'm not really gonna choose like crustaceans. I have a whole bad experience with that. But like everything else that comes out of the water, I would, I would definitely try it
2: start being a pescatarian and seafood. Yeah. I, tr- I, I was there for a while. And then, and then slowly transitioned. yup, oh, that yeah. way. Mushrooms That'll fill
1: you up. Yeah. Oh, will?
3: Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Like yeah, I made the
1: mushroom burgers. I have that meatless, um, meat. It's not, it's not made from Beyond Meat, but it's definitely made out of mushrooms because I can taste it. It has that same... Mm-hmm. It's Is this mush, Is, this mush, is this ground up mushrooms?
2: Yeah, it would do pretty good actually as a vegan because yeah. most of their meals are made out of
1: mushrooms. I don't like the vegan macaroni and cheese. You
2: would well, find a good, good one, one, yeah,
1: as long as it's good not good made with carrots. No, that was
2: that was a hard one. Yeah, what about but the banana bread?
3: bacon? I haven't had the banana bacon,
1: but I a to banana chip to get
3: a, the fryer. I need to get a fryer so I can make uh, the bacon because I utilize Hickory um, smoked. Oh, I right. utilize that since I was a kid. We always use that, oh, okay. so I know how to, you know, yeah. Once, but you just, I just you have, have to you use the um, outside of the
0: banana, the banana peel, and like yeah. cut it to make bacon strips. Yeah, that thing is helpful. I'm not
1: like eating the outside hair. of no but, banana.
0: You
3: can yeah. do it with other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Have you eaten the outside of banana? But you Uh eat you eaten it in one form. That well, you've experienced eating it in one form. Who says that somebody So you mean if you
1: season it it and stuff it's gonna taste different?
3: Yeah, of course. It's you know it's the difference between the uh, the jackfruit. Everybody everybody when people are first coming into you know vegetarianism and plant-based or whatever and everybody tries to get them to try jackfruit, but they always try it the wrong way. It's sweet, but they try to make tacos out of it, and it's sweet. You're not supposed to use the sweetened version of that fruit. People In forget there. that a fruit ripens. So before it's ripe, when it's unripened, it's great for making anything that's gonna resemble chicken or pulled pork.
1: But. I mean, I'm all for trying because I love bananas. Yes, yeah, so I, I think I
3: want to definitely
1: try it. <laughs> and I love, and I love plantains. So my mom, for those who don't know, my mom's Trinidadian. So when I was younger, we used to go visit. Yeah. But you know there's bananas and there's a lot of plants. Mm-hmm. So how the house is built, they have a window where you can sit stuff up let it cool. Mm-hmm. So my aunt would always sit stuff up there and it would always miraculously disappear. Pies, anything, because mm-hmm. she, she knew it was me. Oh. She was like, I'm going like, to get this yellow monkey. She was talking about me, because I could climb a tree like nobody else. So she put an unripened plant on the windowsill. I thought it was a banana. I'm only six, so I don't know. I'm like, oh it's an unripened banana. That means it's going to be really sweet in the middle. So she, I, she put it out there, she told my mom, she said, yeah, your kid is going to show up here in about five, four. I come in here and was like, your banana is bad. He was like, it's not a banana. So i like, it's a plant. I was like, but like, anyway, it's bad. I just hop out the window, back in the tree.
2: <laughs> what? You can cook it. Yep. I don't like make sense.
3: You don't like planting? No. I like the chips. I don't like the, it. No. She's like, I like you, don't need you don't need to get.
1: That's all. I mean, if it's made right, if it's not made right... you Like, planting is best right when you get it right before it goes bad. So that way it's soft and then it's easy. Like when they make like Jamaican, is like you try to get it. If you want to get it earlier, you don't have to make chips or have to cook it, smash it, then refry fry to make make it.
2: I had it in Costa Rica. A family made it for me. They fried it up and I
1: didn't know why. Oh, cause yeah, cause it still has that unseasoned potato taste to it. So it, it is a starch. A little...
3: So it's so, a starch. Okay.
1: So yeah. So. Let's get to... Hey, it's Aaron Social from the Soul Unapologetic Podcast. We want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every week and supporting us on our podcasting journey. And we want to make sure that you can also keep up with the podcast. So you can follow us on both Facebook and Instagram at So Unapologetic Podcast. And you can follow our personal pages, too, on Instagram. You can follow myself at Aaron underscore social. And you can also follow G at the one underscore Gigi, and that's spelled G-I-G-I. All right, let's get back to the show. Manifestation. Yes. So this is a real thing, right?
3: Yes, we all do it every single day. It ain't been working at my job.
1: I'll be trying to manifest these people Uh, for college. Okay. Am I not doing it hard enough? You might
3: not have an instant. That's that's the problem right there. But first off, with manifestation, you have to prepare yourself before you manifest something. Mm. It's not just
1: I read that. You have to
3: uh, prepare yeah,
1: yourself. It's you like steps.
3: To, yeah, so you have to prepare. Action plans yourself.
1: and stuff. I, no, it's
3: not an actual
1: plan. It's no, so like you have like, like a you gotta make like an action plan or like oh, action plan. so that way you can be specific <laughs> <No>. on what
3: I <laughs> got so bad.
1: Like you have to be like specific in what you're trying to manifest.
3: No, and actually that's also a misconception that you have to be specific. Okay. So first off, when you prepare yourself, you want to either be in a meditative state or a calm state that has no negativity attached to it. None. Like, you, you need to find a spot. You need to find a song that makes you happy. You need to meditate or light a candle or scent or something. Like any, to yeah. Yeah. Anything Some that's positive, positive, overly, powerfully positive. Smokes a weed. Okay, that, yeah. that works, too. And once you put yourself in that positive space, then you can go forth with thinking of other things, mm. things that you want to create. But as you're creating it, you can't have too much of an attachment to it. Like you can't be like, I want five thousand dollars. Okay, we all want five thousand dollars, but you can't be like, okay. So this is how goes. I'm gonna think about this five thousand dollars, and then I'm gonna think about it positively, and we're just gonna keep. It. You're now you've made it into something negative because now you're worried about it. Now you're you're focusing too much on it. So you gotta let it go, which we all know, that's, that's kind of like where we get stuck.
1: That's the hard part. That's
3: the, that's the hiccup right there, is the letting it go.
1: So you want to think about it, but you don't want to obsess over it. You.
3: You, you don't want to have any further thought of it, because at, at this point you said, I want the $5,000, it's gonna come. It's it's there, the 5,000 exists, I know how I feel, I will, I will be elated, I will be happy. Um, this will allow me to do all the X, Y, and Z things that, that I wanted to do with it. But I'm not going to think about it. I'm just leave it there, because it's happening. But you have to be in that positive space first first foremost and okay. that's what people I think are missing a lot of the mark because if you're in that positive space first when that income eh you won't you won't feel that urge to work because you already and do you think it's because people
1: like you say, want the $5,000 and they want it right obviously they want it right now mm-hmm. so I guess you have no control of when it's going to come but people want to think they have control of it so they start obsessing about it
3: and so now you turned it into a negative. It was something that initially started positive, but you yourself turned it negative by obsessing about it, by thinking about it, by saying that it had to be within this time frame. Mm. No, let it work I go. I think it's what my. I you know
1: what? I think my aunt was wise, cause she was like, sometimes you just gotta get the hell out of your own way.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's your connection with spirit.
1: That is literally. I your still connection. think my aunt was a madam too, but. Been a lot of pimp quotes, man. For hey, you know. I think my grandma was one too. I think I think she got caught up so having kids. They kind of had her have to get out of being a So I mean, they had some stuff that you hear from pimps. men, like hey, those those older black women. They what they was talking about. I feel like I manifest uh, the MacBook in my
3: life.
0: But like, when I first went to college, I didn't have a Macbook. I had a regular, like, is this Adele? And I put a Macbook sticker on the outside. And people was like, oh, you got a Mac? Like, <laughs> not yet, you know? And like, I kind of like, thought about it, and, like, even though, like I really think it was like, off my mind. So I never really thought about getting another laptop, because that laptop was working perfectly fine. It wasn't until that laptop messed up that I ran into a guy that was like selling Macbooks for a low price. I ended up getting one. So, like now in 2020, I have a MacBook. See? Yeah. I see? It maybe took a long time, but I mean, of course, I wasn't thinking about it to even go get it. So maybe that's
3: why. Yeah. Uh, it was, you had stopped focusing on it. Like, you were focusing on it way back then. It's just, yeah, that's okay to stop thinking about it, but you still do gotta come back around to it and go, yeah, that MacBook. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, you were subconsciously doing it every time you close your, you know, your, your laptop yeah. you saw it yeah so it was making its way but your focus wasn't on it as, as deeply as you because you didn't need it
2: yeah
3: and in all honesty it, it worked out the way it worked out when that one was no longer needed you would progress to the matter yeah like that was that was how it was supposed to happen
1: so it can't so what was i gonna say are there some things that you can't manifest is there like is there it, limitations it, it, to manifest
3: the manifest, the, the the rules are if it's going to hurt someone damage someone just be overall negative no it's not going to happen that way and if it does happen you might that might have just been karma saying okay you want to keep thinking bad it's the whole thing with with haters if they're going to stay haters because they they can't get out of their own head of wow I'm glad for that person and truly be happy for them so you're going to stay because you hmm, I'm happy for them where did that come from that came from a negative space you're gonna keep seeing it because hmm. that's your own hell right there because you what about
1: what do you what do you guys' thoughts on um what was the term what was it um <laughs> Toxic positivity. I've never heard of that. you ain't never been around a person? Actually, <laughs> yes. I've
2: been told oh, a person. I've been told bad.
1: No, not that you are. No,
2: I've been told. You somebody
1: bad. told you you was. Yes, yeah, was...
2: somebody personally told me that I was toxic because I was too positive and too upbeat.
1: Uh-huh. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that but like I I would say you just a, you just have a positive outlook on life. It's like I like, I would consider like happy go lucky like you just let them let them people be. If you want to be happy, let me do some of that. Let me yeah. I, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that person that are people that preach positivity all the time. Yeah. But when you really around them, they are really toxic and negative and they're not oh, yeah. I yeah, I
3: don't think I run
1: into There you have
2: it.
3: <laughs> yeah
1: hell, yeah. you have it. It's,
3: but you but okay, okay, I will say that.
1: Maybe you maybe you didn't maybe you didn't put no thought you were like, oh. No
3: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. When somebody does roll into my into my circle like yeah. that I you, you know this, because if we talking about the same person, how they grow back out. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he they don't like, stay in my, they don't stay in my, and they're like that. Yeah. Uh, what is that thing? I, it's like a, it's a game where you spin it, and you shoot it around, and it just spins. Like spin off the thing. Maybe, 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 maybe. And it just, it's a go. It's just a
1: day merry-go-round. people just come in and come out.
3: You keep going. You keep going. And that's, and that's just kind of my energy. And so when I, when I... I'm so deep in this
1: part of me, then maybe I do. It's the reason why my circle is so small now because. Because what don't fit
3: ain't gonna
2: fit. If stay. it don't fit, it pulls itself right back out. those people are toxic. Yeah. Yeah, because it's well, more like how can you
1: be talking about manifestation? Like, you, it sounds good, yeah. but if I really listen to you and see how you move, like. Like you're not. You're not practicing what you're preaching. Yeah. Mm
3: mm-hmm.
1: Like for me, to me that that makes it so hard. It's like, uh, and I do agree that I think people, as people, we manifest things more often, you know, because I think, like you said, you don't dwell on it. So you think about something, then when it happens, it can sometimes either be like deja vu or it's the first time, but you not knowing that. Subconsciously, you put that out there so you start attracting that energy. So, of course, it's gonna happen. So, it's like you said with the, with the MacBook. You wanted a MacBook, so you put that energy out so you just happen to be at the same place with a guy who was selling one. Yeah. Because if you didn't want a MacBook, you was whatever, that dude would have walked straight past you. Yeah, right? that's true. This would have been like. Hey.
3: We're way more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. That's the reason for gratitude because if you're grateful for certain things it slows you down and and I, I I was one of those people when someone gave me the advice to write down three things to be grateful for every morning and I remember being in that space of what's this gonna do but I stuck to it I stuck to it and when I stuck to it wake up with things that I never thought of before that I was grateful for. But in the beginning, I was like, how am I going
2: to have three things every single morning? I like, can them can yeah. yeah. Can
3: they
1: be the same three things or they got to no, be different? No, it
2: can be whatever. Yeah. So like, before I get out of bed in the morning, I list at least three things. Like this morning was eyesight, hearing the birds out my window and just be able to touch something. So it's like something different each day. It could be my health. It could be um, work. I had a day yesterday at work. It could just be a bunch of different stuff. That's definitely important. important. For you, yeah. what you do. Something yeah. different every day? It's just because you really
1: think about it and you become more in tune. I don't, with I don't what's know. Matter. I may do, like, one of them may be different. Like, with some things, like, for me, like, me waking up in my own bed, because I remember the times where mm-hmm. either I didn't have my own bed or mm-hmm. the motherfucker next to me was so toxic that I didn't get to sleep all day, but I, I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, when I got to pop my ankle and it hurt, I was like, well, it's a little pain. At least I know I'm still alive.
2: Exactly, it's like those little things that slows you down. I'm thankful for this blanket, I'm thankful for my air, I'm thankful for the heat, I'm thankful for my bed, I'm thankful for the roof
1: over my head that I got to sleep under. I have, what I'm about to eat this one. I have a co-worker, um, her name is Afton. Like I said, like, like like when we was in the office, like she's normally off on Wednesdays. Wednesday's always felt off because her her energy is so positive, like like a little kid. Like you know how you see a little kid. It's like, I don't know if it's because that's how she is, or because she used to be like a preschool teacher, and them kids are infecting her. Yes. Every the time thing. she come in there, it's always, she see the women, hey, beautiful, this, and whatever. And I be like, she's like, oh, you too, Aaron. I'm like, I can't be beautiful, I'm a dude. But it's like, that energy that she has is infectious. Like, okay, even if today is crap, Athens, baby. We all going through the same crappy stuff. It's like it's her positivity. It's like it's just like she's always thankful. Like I thank God, even though it's like she's like I'm tired of this shit. She said, like, but I thank God I have a job. It's like.
3: I bet you she was in the middle. I bet you she was where She
1: was stationed. Okay. In the middle, like like the like the core of my co-workers yep. Yep. that we always talk, she was in the middle. She was, she was in the wow. middle. That, it, was, like, it was somebody behind energy. her to the side to front. She yep. was literally in the middle. Yep. But I was like, you know, like, like I tell people, I say, like when we start when I started working, where I work at, I was like, we couldn't have got a better group of people. Like, I don't think us would have messed if we was in any other training class, even with our manager. Cause he's all, he, he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But he fits for us. Even though he's not at his desk, he fits for us. And like each of us, it was like, at first it was like, you know how you were in training, and you're like, you don't talk to people? Yeah. We went on one break, came back, and it was like, can y'all quiet down? And I was like, man, what the hell happened? Y'all was just, in, cause we just started messing. It was like that with everybody on the team. Yeah. Even the people that didn't want to talk. They still was like, bring your ass, come on. It's like, we was all like, they like fam, we still like, even though some people had left, yeah. we follow each other on social media, see somebody doing good. Like if you go on there and look at the likes, you'll see all the same, like some of the same people that you know. It's like, like I said, that's, that, that is real. Like you might find one or two people, yeah. mm-hmm. but to have 15 other people, it's like that. Like that's, that, that is weird. Like I said, this could not have happened. I said, I don't have many a jobs. And I'll be like, I don't fucking have you. That was of her. But like you got a lot of people like like everybody brings their own like me because I bring the jokes and shit like and I like me you would think I know how to do my damn job they be like airing your numbers I'm like the job is easy just that whatever but everybody brings, like it's not like oh these are just my coworkers yeah like I had a coworker that needed to go to the airport she called me I'm not doing it all right two five like, now like you like family now. So it's like when you call me, you down. Yeah. You family now.
3: Yeah.
1: If you need something, I don't care if I said I gotta go go out of town to come out here.
2: <laughs> Whatever. I'm
1: out of town. <laughs> Literally, it is out of town.
2: It is not.
1: You have your own city hall, is This is a whole different county.
2: Every city does.
1: I bet if I stay out here, I'll have I'll I would have a different hair code.
2: What city do you live
1: in? I say in Dallas. Dallas proper, thank you very much.
2: You're 30
1: minutes from me. It's still out of town. I had to drive to like two other little cities.
2: (laughs) Wow. When so many people say that, it just drives me
3: wild. I'm like. I go across the country and I'm like, oh yeah, I've been on this highway before. Oh yeah, I remember that that spot right that's there. The, that's your
1: occupational hazard that you go <laughs> to this city. Depending on where you're at and for, you can be really
0: freaking far. Like from a person down
1: by Dallas, you know. We went to her brother's house. Oh, it wasn't. I have not been out that way since I played Pee Wee baseball, and it was dirt roads. I was like, are we in Oklahoma? You can drive here forever.
3: I'll drive <laughs> tell- driving forever. Yeah. Texas is, yeah. Texas, I remember I told you that you could drive through Texas all day and yeah. still not get out of Texas. That's yeah. I you get
1: a whole nother time zone. you still in the same state. Yes,
3: yes. And it has every type of, of, um, of nature. Like, you know, you got the mountains, you got the deserts, you got the rainforest. You've got, you know, regular. This is a weird state. Yeah, it is. It is. I love it. That's probably why I love it. So, but
1: can you manifest a partner?
3: Yes, you can. Definitely. See, you
1: can manifest everything. Can you manifest better sex? Yes, you can. Yeah.
3: What can you not manifest? Everything. Everything is, we, we have an opinion and we we Gone through and figured out what we like and what we don't like in every single topic that could be
1: had. So if it's something that you don't longer want, so with like when your vibe you start repelling. Like say if you say if you were a partner and you are a said partner and if you no longer like them anymore, is that like why people start like we grew apart?
3: Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you were doing one thing, she was doing another thing, and those things, usually you you, you would have this little, I would call it a little web back to each other, but the farther you grew, like, can you, burn you it well? thinner and thinner and thinner, and it was all,
1: can you burn, can you burn that well? can you just
3: that's that's ending
1: and uh, severing a tie with a soul tie between I boy i literally be chopping them.
3: no it's work no
1: you take backs do. no take backs you can you know you can so i'm so tie. i'm serious like um when my youngest daughter's mom it got to the point like it was so toxic like i don't even know why we was trying the last time because i was on autopilot you're just like I'm just here. Like in my mind, you know like how people wait until the kids get older and they divorce? You see it on TV. So I've realized how people get to that point. Oh. Because you just like, I'm gonna sacrifice and do what I gotta do for my kids. So that way but you know divorce and stuff takes a toll on the kids. Especially when they I mean eventually they you know when they when they see their parents doing better and they feel like, oh, it's okay to be happy. But at first, it takes a toll on them. So like to prevent that, I was like, okay. And plus I was being selfish in my own right? I didn't want nobody around my kids. So I was like, I'm gonna suffer. I started doing the math, but this one is sick. So I have to endure for 12 years a slave. And then I can finally be free. I'll be like 40 I said, I'm still young enough. I can be free. But then it got to the point, like I was back to not sleeping. Just up, just like couldn't even rest. Didn't even want nothing to do. Like the only thing that helped, I was coaching PB sports. So I had that and the job and the kids. So that kept me busy enough that I wouldn't have to hop out the window. But it wasn't until she was like, she was like, you know, her, you know, her grandma was sick. I'm gonna go spend time with my grandma. So I'm at home alone with the kids. So of course the girls hop in the bed. Can you sleep with you? Come on. I'm getting the best sleep of my life. I'm cooking. I don't have no attitude with these kids, nothing. This motherfucker come back, my attitude is shit. I'm at work cussing people out. I don't give a fuck. I'm just, I'm like, Lord, if this ain't where I'm supposed to be, please show me a sign. I, I, I swear, I'll be looking for burning bushes and shit. I'll be looking for Old Testament. I'll be looking for, I'm not, I, I, I don't know how to get along with the signs of that the New Testament got. I'm like, I'm like Moses with the burning bush, with the magical fire. They talked. I'm like the sign, I'm like sign. So it's happened a couple times. you
3: I didn't know that was a sign. I'm looking for. Because I, that's why you gotta stop.
1: I'm like Johnny Appleseed. I need the motherfucker Apple hit me in my head. <laughs>
3: I'm
1: getting good sleep. Did she come back? I don't even like to look at you no more. I'm like, I don't even like looking at you. And it dawned on me as I was praying, I was trying to meditate before I got a bed. I was like, Lord, I keep looking. Wait a minute. I started thinking about it. One of the guy was like, duh, dummy. He's like, what? What else you want me to do? You really want me to come down and talk to you with the blind and light and all that shit. Right. I'll be like, I prefer. In your life, you know,
3: the bad ones, it
0: is show. Yeah. Bad show that cause. like, like sometimes kind of act. Nah, like, play like your part. like, it's different though, you know, I know how that person is, yeah. but it's different. If, it's... If I tell you, hey, this person is just wrong for you or bad for you, I'd rather us be in that room and that person play their card. Yeah. And I allow them to play that card so that person can actually see.
3: Yes. Some so people it's not like bad. I told them. It's not like yes. I revealed
0: because sometimes you can reveal something to somebody and now they'll see what you're revealing to them yeah. and they'll go after what you reveal to them and not and, and they don't see for themselves. Yeah. They just see on what you reveal to them. But it's like another thing when that person sees and it's revealed
1: to them from that person that you wanted yeah. it. So what do you do when somebody is real good? Like, and my mom's gonna listen to the podcast and so I can tell all her business. <laughs> but, like, my mom and my dad. My mom was convinced that my, my mom was real good at like math and arts and stuff. So my dad supposedly was good at reading because he would always have a newspaper doing a doing word puzzle, right? So when they got divorced, I had this favorite book. It was called Julian and the Dreamcatcher. I liked the book because it was about a black family. But more so it was Julian, his brother, and his dad. The mom, you see her, she doing mom things, like, but she let the boys do what the boys do. So the dad would like take them camping and read to them. So I knew this book from from cover to cover. My mom was like, take your book with you your dad and have your dad read it to you. He the one that's in the reading and stuff anyway. He got this book and got the stuttering and stammering. Like you know how little kids do? Like when you gotta correct them. I got so frustrated. I was like, Man, "Give me my book back! I can read it to myself." And I had to be like five or six. I was like, "Give me my, like, give me my book back!" So I come back home mad at my mom. I was like, "You said my daddy can read, but like, he can't read." And Tuesday she like, "He dyslexic." I said, "No, he's illiterate." I said, "Dyslexic people transpose things, right. but they can still read. Yeah. He cannot read." I said I told him, I'm sick and tired you sending me on these food errands when I was little. Because I was not a mama's boy. And I think she did that on purpose. Because I was not, and I'm the oldest, I'm not the mama's boy. I'm, I'm my dad. If, they, if, both of them, I was little, if both of them was drowning, I'm getting my dad first. We can go find a new mama. So does she mean he could read
0: the
3: others or maybe like? Nice. No, she meant like no. read. She oh, okay. She, okay. she was, she literally lit a fire up under the one thing that she knew would hurt. Yeah. Her For
1: parent. me to see. Because when, when, when they was breaking up, I was all, my mom wrong, my dad this, that, whatever. And I, as well, I know that hurt her. Yeah. And I'm a little kid, I'm like, I don't want to pick sides, but if I gotta pick a side, I'm picking a side with the parent that I like. Like, I don't like you.
3: But And that's the thing a parent has to be okay with. Your children don't always bond with you real tight, like they do the other parent. Like, that, it just happens. And I, I, I hate it when I, I see that happen, because... How people react to it instead of reacting with okay, they're more like their dad. How is how is that? And that's a bad thing. Say, women think that that's something bad for them. Their kid do not love them more.
1: But the thing about it, you gotta think mm-hmm. like what I learned. You made from two people. Right. You're going to be more like one of those two people, and you're gonna tr- be attracted to whatever it was about that other person that created you. Yeah. So for me, being more like my mom, of course, me and her ain't gonna be like this. Yeah. I'm gonna be closer to what she was attracted to. My dad, my brother, is looks like my dad, has all my dad's mannerisms, his family mannerisms. So of course, he's. To the hip with my mom I always been family pictures we try to let's put the light skin the lighter skin in child with the light skin parent i'm like no i don't want i want to go where my brother's at no if my mom has pictures you can tell i just got through crying i do not want to be in this picture with her. i want my dad because like my dad's a bus driver he would come home from work take his hat his shoes i'm in his hat and his shoes walking around the house like i'm driving the bus for me, the turning thing was, like, my mom doing that. My mom had to show me. Yeah. OK, you think he's all that? Take your ass over there. Go ask him for lunch money. He was like, well, he's in the child support. Come to find out years later, he never paid child support for me. He just paid for my brother, because my brother's disabled. And my mom got tired of fighting with him. for it. she was like, well, take care of the child that we know is not ever going to be able to take care of himself. I was like, man, I could have fed. Asked up myself I, I could have fed him in a project collegiate. I'm climbing on roofs, riding my bike out the roof, thinking I'll be like E.T., <laughs> end up in a hole, get hit by cars, but as a child, I didn't understand. So
0: you respected her more for letting you see versus her just telling
1: you? Yeah, when I got to be an adult, but me and my mom was like, but like, no, the, tail, the turning tale was me not wanting to go to a family unit because none of my cousins was going to be there. So I wanted to go, my brother was already at my dad's. So I'm like, let me go over there. I said, I can't be more trouble than Steven. Mm-hmm. So I go over there, I don't even get in the house when my stepmom has me stop and she calls my dad and I hear my dad tell her to call the police. Like I can hear her. I can hear him. So the police show up and it's two black cops. They looking for somebody. All they see is my little 11 year old little chubby ass just sitting there. It was like, they talked to my dad, so you want us to take your son? He was like, yeah. It was like, you sure? He was like, yeah, like. So they had me took me to CPS. Them ladies was so nice how they feed me. I was like, y'all don't have to be nice and feed me. I was like, and the lady was like, so so nobody come pick me up. They both take me to like the boys home. And she just happened to ask me, do you know where your dad stay at? I was like, yeah, he stayed down the street. So she take me to his house. It was the funniest thing, because it was knock on the door, my dad opened. here and there and my brother in there asleep. And she was like here's your son you're supposed to come pick up hours ago she like, you sorry piece of shit." and then she just walk off and i can tell my brother had been crying so i go in the room but like i can barely see i can only see him through the moonlight and he see me he just lights up i was like what's wrong bro you thought i said man ain't no place could hold me man and he just fell out laughing i was like you thought you weren't gonna see me no more no. i said come on bro i sounded right away from the boys home." i was like come on now but then I ended up having to testify in that, that courtroom with that judge. They were trying to get my mom in trouble. And so my mom was like, just tell them the truth. She's like, whatever happens, happens. And my dad trying to, trying to talk to me, this or whatever. And like the lawyer was like, you can't, you can't do that. She said, you can't do that because you'll end up swaying the child. So I go on there and testify. And the judge was mad because you got this little kid in here testifying against his parents. She was pissed. She's, how she was looking at my dad, like, I was not look at her, I could just feel how she was just burning a hole through his ass. And then even after the thing, he tried to talk to me. I was like, nah, bro, I was like, nah. I was like, well, oh, my mom, I was like, I've got nothing to do with you. And that, like, that was the rift between me and my dad. And then like, that's where the anger and the hate began. So well, I started fighting kids who had dads, they like, me and my dad, me and my dad. I'm like, I would fight kids that had dads. I would literally get in trouble in school for fighting kids that had They're like, why you fighting? You kept talking about his damn daddy. Like some of us ain't got no daddy. You shouldn't have rubbed your daddy in our face so I'm gonna whoop your ass. And then it eventually got to the point to where in high school, I got in trouble. I didn't want them to call my mom because she would know she would whoop my ass in school. I was like, call my guardian because I knew it was my dad. I was like, so I knew he was going to get me. And he came with all that, that dad talk. And I was like, I started calling him by his first name. I was like, man, come on, Phillip. Just sign the paper so we can go, man. So he was like, kept trying to touch me. I was like, hey, man, don't touch me. You don't want to know me like that, man. And the counselor told him, she was like, she was like, I understand you don't really know your son. like said, if he says don't touch him, don't touch him. He was like, that's my son. I can touch him. So he went to touch me again. I knocked him out. Knocked him clear out his shoes. All I remember, my mom came into school, because I guess I hadn't, practice had been over, but I hadn't, I think, so. I think one of my friends told I got in trouble, to be honest. Because yeah. she came in there, all I heard was my whole entire name. Because from that time, I, I didn't hear nothing. I had kind of blacked out. So when my hearing, I, all I heard was my whole entire name. And I knew it was her. And I'm standing over my dad telling him something. my mom was talking about somebody. I hit hard doing that nigga. I said that shit hurt on it. I'm standing over my dad. So when he come to and see me, this mother, I ain't never seen a grown man so scared in my life. And my mom said that's why my dad, whenever he acted fool, okay, I'm gonna call Aaron. Then she get what she want. I'm like, I'm not finna go knock his old ass out. I'm not even finna call him. I was 15. That was testosterone and age. Hey, it was like, I'm not gonna put my hands on him. So what do you
3: think you think you can do to me now?
1: I don't know. I don't even be bothered right. with this too. But I was like, you know, anyway, go back. Like, I feel like I have manifested a lot of people out of my life. Because after that whole thing is when I found out that she was cheating for the last time, there was a whole fucking situation with kids, and I get involved and find out their mom and me is a cheater. I but
3: it was and, a- and you did. You did manifest it because you wanted to be out of the situation and- you know, it, it could have gone a whole lot of better ways, but it went the way it did because you learned a whole lot of lessons along the way. That's why we have to be happy with the journey. We have to be grateful for the journey. Because if you don't realize you're on a journey, as you manifest, you can't appreciate the things that you manifested.
1: And like, when I was little, like in real close with this, my mom, you know how, my mom is really, she's a Bible thumping. So... My book, the book, like the story in the Bible that reminds her of me, it has always reminded her of me even as a little kid with a prodigal son, uh, cause I would go left, my mom like, let's go right, I'm going left, just cause she said it, like my mom asked me one time, if your friend was hopping off a cliff, going to certain days danger, and I told you not to do what you gonna do? I'm going to hop off the cliff. She said, why? Cause you told me not to. I literally told, looked at her face and told her that. <laughs> And my mom, like, she always tell me about the prodigal song. I was like, what? <sighs> Let me actually listen to this stupid story she keeps trying to tell me. And I was like, yep, that's me. I gotta take this, I'm gonna take the scenic route. I'm gonna take, like, I'm supposed to go right here. Yep. I'm supposed to go like from here to where Keisha's at. I went outside. Went all the way around the house. Had to the hop the house. fence, came through the front door, went back out the front door, went back there, just to go right
3: there. He just he just has to go on a
1: journey. You have to go on the journey kind for of rough. Yeah. My life is being rough. I got but married. It can
3: be okay, but you can be okay with it. You know, like you can put yourself in the in the space where you just
1: I learned and adapt real quick. That's how I got married. I was thinking, don't want to be like my father. I thought I was cursed because my dad and all his brothers was like, have kids. I was like, no, I gotta get married and I cannot stand this motherfucker. And then I started being around people. Man, you ain't gotta be married to be no good kid here. I never had nobody tell me that. No one, not even my mom. Nobody, nobody told me that. I was like, I ain't gotta be married to this mother. Oh shit, we gotta get this. We gotta get over this shit. Hell no. I learned the hard way. Like if like I never had a mentor. I never had an older male that. I was allowed to get outside of a football coach that I was allowed to get close to. So that was just me figuring out stuff the hard way. And then, like, even as a grown-up, I got two kids here and my dad. Like, what can you teach me now? I said, everything that I would have had questions about, I had to figure it out on my own. Like, my grandfather, not the best example. My uncles... I learned what I, what I don't want. I don't want to go to jail.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't want to sell drugs because they get you in jail. Yeah. I said so. I made other mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, if I wouldn't have, if I would have had somebody to kind of steer me, I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have no kids right now. I said, boy, you you learning. You be mad and God gives you girls. Break ass down. <laughs> but he would have gave me sons. Oh, slowly. Well, because you didn't
3: deserve to
1: have a hair at that point. I would me these girls, it's just like, and they both so much like me in different ways. Yeah. My oldest daughter, she's a match, she's a negotiator. Yeah. The youngest one, see yourself. the youngest one, she's the one that can kick in the door. She's the hostile takeover kid. Me, 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 I don't care about them. She's like her other siblings, these people in this house. I'm like, that's your family, girl. Those are your siblings. Whatever, only halfway. I was like, she's not. Yeah. I was like, yeah. her mom was like, mm-hmm. I was like... Mm-hmm.
3: Because her mom, because you, where your daughter is, who she is, is who you were to her. Her mom was just pregnant. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that bad. So you think so, your daughter is the absolute vision of what she felt her life was like. <laughs> And that's why you're
1: getting the, the backlash up because it's your daughter. Because Everything her you. mama do that irritates me, she does. Oh, yeah. The boss it is, the just yeah. the looks, the
3: yeah.
1: all of it. It's like, you are so much like your mom. And she said her mom, she was chewing. She was like, you chew like your dad. She was like, how the hell can you chew like somebody? She was like, your child chews like you. Yes. And even my oldest daughter mama, she was like, everything about you that I cannot stand, Yep. this girl is. And the person
3: that she has to love.
1: And I told her, I said, you do know that's my child. I said, y'all, like me and you bumped heads at a certain, y'all two go bump heads. <laughs> They do the same things. Like it's just a girl form. It's worse. Yeah. Yeah. It comes with PMS and stuff. Yes. But anyway, y'all, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, being here with my loved ones, even this one over here. I, I give her a hard time all the time. But we're gonna wrap this up because somebody has a gentleman-like date to go.
3: (laughs) Gentleman collar. Yeah,
1: she got a gentleman collar. But um, as always, man, protect your magic, um, cultivate your vibe, and be so unapologetic about your peace at all times.
3: And we're out.